0: show, the business podcast that not only makes sense, but makes dollars with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's episode, you will learn why would you host a live event? Why do people do live events? What are the advantages? What's the purpose? Is it to make money? Is it to sell products? Is it to be an authority in the market? In today's episode, I'm going to break down why you would want to host a live event for your business, for your product, for your services, and why hosting a live event may not be a good idea for you. Because live events aren't for everybody. I get into all the details in today's lesson, so let's get down to business. This episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by FreshBooks, the easy-to-use invoicing solution designed for small business owners. FreshBooks makes it ridiculously easy to create and send invoices, track your time, and manage your expenses. If you're not using FreshBooks already, you should give them a try. And now you can do it for free for 30 days. Try FreshBooks for free for 30 days by going to freshbooks.com MBA. That's freshbooks.com slash slash MBA. Live events, they're a big deal these days and they've been a big deal for a while now and for good reason. In a lot of ways, they work. Now, why would somebody do a live event? There are two major reasons why you would do it. You would use a live event as a content marketing tool, just like you would use a blog as a content marketing tool or a podcast like this one or a webinar. The other reason why you would run a live event is that it's a product itself, that by running the event, you're going to be making money. Now, this is usually the case with high ticket events where you're being charged at least a thousand dollars for a ticket. There are some events around in the business world that are five, six, seven, even ten and fifteen thousand dollars a ticket. So in that case, that's an exclusive event and they're making money off the actual event. And the event itself is a product. It's a part of their services or part of what they offer in their business. So I'm going to break down both of these. Let me start by creating a live event for the purpose of content marketing. Now, a lot of people will run a large live event, in-person event, in a hotel, in a theater, even in a concert hall. And the whole purpose of doing this is to give great value, great information with the intention of getting these attendees to buy their products. So often the ticket to this event is not so expensive. It could be a few hundred dollars and it could be a one, two, three day event. And sometimes it's very clear that it's content marketing because they get people on stage, they present, they teach, and often after each speech or after every few speeches, they talk about a product that they can offer. And this is what's called selling from the stage. Now, a lot of coaching services do this, like life coaches, business coaches, even fitness coaches, where they'll have a live event, and at the end of the event or maybe towards the middle of the event... They'll make an offer to the audience and tell them, hey, if you love what's going on here, if you're pumped up, if you feel good about this, you could buy our product for this discounted price. Now, some people feel uncomfortable with that, selling from the stage. They feel like it's pushy. They feel like maybe it's a little scammy. But if it's done right, if it's done transparently, telling them, hey, this is a business, these are some other things that we offer. And if you indeed liked what you experienced in this weekend or this event, then you'll love what we have to offer here. The other thing is that a live event can be a content marketing tool without selling from the stage. You can run an event where it at least covers your costs, maybe you make a little bit money over to cover your expenses and your time, and you don't directly sell from the stage. You can have a coupon code or a flyer in people's you know, bag that they get when they register. You can send them an email telling them for attending the event they get this exclusive offer. Or they'll buy from you regardless because they love the event and they want more. They'll look out for you. They'll try to find out what else you offer. And it all depends on what you feel most comfortable with. All right, let me move on to having a live event as a product. You see the whole event as an actual product. You're trying to be profitable here. You're trying to make money on this event. That means through ticket sales. That means through sponsors. So in this regard, you're really changing the model a little bit here because You're trying to be profitable. With the first model, it's okay if you spend a little money because you're trying to make money. It's sort of seen in as an investment. And a lot of the uh, first type events where it's content marketing, there's not that many sponsors because they're really trying to make money on the back end. Now, if you're thinking about creating an event as a product, I suggest you start with something small, maybe like a small mastermind group of 10 people. And it could just be a one-day event. I recently went to one of those by a friend named John Corcoran. And it was a low-cost, one-day event. And I say low-cost because it wasn't in the thousands. It was in the hundreds. But they were able to be a bit profitable because it was a small kind of event. It was one day. It was actually just six hours. But now they've moved on to a three-day event, a little bit more expensive, a few thousand dollars in a nice hotel. But the point here is, is that you want to start small and you want to test out the things that work and you want to interview the people that were there the first time around. That's what John did and I thought that was very, very smart. Now, obviously, you want to keep your costs down so you can be as profitable as possible. And eventually, John can get to the point where he's charging thousands of dollars, $6, seven, dollars for his event because he's built credibility and people know that this event is well-run and it's useful and people actually enjoy it and get a lot out of it. Now, when you're going to a paid event especially a high ticket paid event, you're not going to want to be sold to because you already paid so much money to be there. So be sensitive to that. Because remember, the actual event is the product. Guys, I got more on today's topic. But before that, I got to give love to today's sponsor, Vistaprint. Nicole and I use Vistaprint for all our printing needs for years now. So when Vistaprint approached us to be a sponsor on the show, I was like, definitely, you guys are great. We keep using them because their quality is so high and their service is fantastic. In fact, we're going to refresh our business cards and be ordering some business cards really soon from them. They make it super simple for you to customize your business cards to look professional. In fact, if you want to take a look at our current business card, you can go to today's show notes and take a look at a picture of that. You can upload your logo and custom design everything. The bottom line is Visiprint is easy to use and user-friendly. And Visiprint absolutely guarantees you'll love your product every time or they'll make it right. And I've experienced this myself. I love Vistaprint, and I want you to try them. And Vistaprint has a special offer for the $100 MBA listeners. If you enter my code MBA at vistaprint.com, you'll get 500 business cards starting at just $9.99. That's up to 50% savings over the regular cited price. It's a fantastic deal. So again, visit visaprint.com, create and design your custom business cards, and enter code MBA checkout so you can get 500 custom business cards starting at $999. That's code MBA The last thing I want to mention is that running a live event or planning a live event is not an easy task. You want to give yourself enough time to plan it properly. You might have heard that we're running a live event called Webinar Ninja Live this September, and we've been planning this since January. It takes time to book the venue, book your speakers, if you're going to have food, how you're going to cater your actual event, tables, badges, tickets, the sales page, there's a whole lot to think of. And you want to make sure you have enough time to do everything correctly. And the first time is going to be rough. But my advice to you is that if you're planning on doing a live event, the next time you go to a live event. Take note of everything that goes around you. See it from a different perspective, the perspective of what it took to run this event, to plan this event, to pull this off. It'll be extremely helpful when you go to plan your own event. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we would love to hear it in an iTunes rating review. Guys, leaving us an iTunes rating review really, really helps us. It really helps other listeners find out about our show and join our community as listeners of The $100 MBA Show. If you're on your iPhone, just tap on the cover art. You'll see a link that says, give us a rating and review. If you're on your computer, just go to 100mba.net slash show. All the instructions are right there. Thank you in advance for that because we really do appreciate your support with giving us ratings and reviews on iTunes. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this. I mentioned to you in the top of the show that a live event may not be for you. Meaning you don't have to do a live event. You may not enjoy it. It's a lot of planning. It's a lot of stress sometimes. And you got to be a people person. you got to be somebody that's willing to work with a lot of people and negotiate and deal with speakers and be on stage yourself. So if that's something that's not appealing to you, then don't do it. You don't have to do it. You can do virtual live events on a webinar. You can continue to do things online. You can do things offline if you're in a physical store. It's just an option and it's not required. So if you don't feel comfortable with it, don't feel like you have to do it. And if you're not sure, my advice is give it a shot. Try something small. Do a small live event, a one-day thing, maybe even just a half-day thing. And see how it feels. If you enjoyed planning it and pulling it off, then kick it up a notch next time. If you didn't enjoy it, don't do it again. All right, guys, I hope that helps and I hope to see you in tomorrow's episode. I'll check you then. Take care. Oh, oh,